1: and those that will join us on podcast at
2: 3cr.org.au. Thanks for joining us. Stay with us and enjoy the episode. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Yusuf. Good morning, listeners. How are you? You're back. I am back. Yes, I had a very, very quick trip overseas. I snuck out of the country. Unfortunately, it wasn't to Palestine. So so uh,
0: tell us about your trip to the States.
2: So I went to Washington, D.C. That's where all government things happen, you know, in the great big White House where there's a fool in there running it, the orange man. Uh, but there's also another important um, thing that happens over a two-day period, APAC, which is a lobby group in America, which is arguably as powerful as the gun lobby, and it's the American Israeli Public Affairs Committee, mm-hmm. and they raise money, or well in fact, they don't raise money. They raise awareness about Israel. Anyone that talks about anything against Israel, they get labeled an anti-Semite. They spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to ruin people's careers. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of Americans have not heard of APAC. So I often I, I walk around and say, have you heard of APAC?" And they say, no. And I say, do you realize This that is I'm, random American on, on the street. Random Americans. Yeah. They all know the gun lobby. They all know the gun lobby. But Or the tobacco uh, lobby. Or the, any they other know all lobby. of those ones. But AIPAC what? sneaks in. And America gives $104 a second to Israel, which is $6,240 a minute to Israel. And all of that money is coming from taxpayers in America. And it's going to fund a terrorist organization, basically, because Israel is using it to colonize and steal and kill Palestinians on a daily basis. And if America stopped this funding, Israel couldn't possibly continue.
0: So basically, America is paying for the occupation of Palestine. That's 100%.
2: America is funding exactly like you say. It's $104 a second and $6,240 a minute. Now, just let that sink in for a minute. Mm. It is an exorbitant amount of money. America could help its own people rather We're than use this are talking
0: about money. a country that is in debt towards its own private sector and public sector, and you're talking about a country that's struggling uh, to pay to, – to, to have good medical uh, care for its own citizens. But nevertheless, they have the money when it comes to Israel.
2: Well, I think the biggest thing is that if you gave the Americans the choice and you informed them of where their tax dollars were going, it would stop. Because I promise you, an American Mm. would not want their money going there. They might want it going to other places, but definitely not Israel. Israel is not a friend of America. It creates more issues than any other country towards America. So you uh, participated in the anti-APAC events. Make sure we get that right. It's the anti-APAC. I wasn't there for APAC. I was there (laughs) for the anti-APAC rally. And part of what Washington does, they also put on a whole lot of guest speakers uh, for a day at the same time. And they speak about whether or not Israel is good for America.
0: Uh, Tell us about these uh, events. Has there always been anti-APAC or is it something new in the last few
2: years? It's been going for about five years. Uh, and The numbers are pretty good. They also have a march or a protest uh, that Mm. goes and marches all through the city. They go from the White House and they go all the way through to the convention center where the APAC rally is. The numbers of that are a little bit disappointing. A lot of Mm. people don't go to the rally. Uh, but one thing I know, which is an absolute fact, is that APAC is losing its power. A lot of people are starting to wake up for it, uh, and they're getting a lot more people having a go at them. They're more aggressive towards them and wanting them to slow down hmm. with what they're doing within the American government. Well, Robert, we have uh, um,
0: a little bit of a busy uh, episode coming up, so we'll definitely come back to the anti-APAC activities in future episodes. But uh, we are going to talk today about uh, the great uh, return marches uh, from the, the fountain, yep. from the fountain, like we say. Yep. By uh,
2: Tell us about our guest. Our guest is one of the founders and one of the organisers of the Great Return March. Ahmed abur And to get his insights is is pretty amazing. It's not easy to get a guy like that. He's been travelling around America talking about his experiences. Uh, And so we've got some pretty hard-hitting questions for him. And we've also got something that's pretty cool, which people in Melbourne, come on down, get on down. There is a fair tell us about it. Yeah, fair
0: for the Palestinian products uh, in Melbourne which is happening today uh, in about an hour from now uh, at the Federation Square. Details will be coming up. So stay with us uh, and we will be back uh, shortly. Robert, before we go to our uh, guest uh, from Gaza, we're excited uh, to uh, speak about uh, an amazing event that's happening today in Melbourne uh, and uh, we are delighted to have uh, Jennifer Klein who is coming from Sydney for this uh, event. Uh, hello Jennifer.
1: Oh hello, how are you?
0: We are well and uh, thank you for being on uh, Palestine remembered.
1: Oh, we 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 are honored.
0: Palestine Fair Trade in Melbourne. Tell us about that uh, Jennifer.
1: Well, we are coming to we have come to Melbourne to be part of a festival in the Federation Square here in Melbourne. Um, we, when I say we, I talk about um, Palestine Fair Trade Australia, which is a small charity that exists to help Palestinian farmers stay on their land by earning a fair wage for their produce, and also other Palestinian artisans to earn a fair wage and stay in their homes, earning a living um, without, with dignity.
0: Fantastic. So, what, what types, what types of product are we gonna uh, see?
1: We have three types of product. We have our food products, which um, we source through our partner called Kanan Fair Trade, who are based in the village of Birkin near Jenin. Um, we have olive oils from them. We also have frita um, and matou and Fantastic. Um, zata.
2: Fantastic! I'm feeling a little um, bit hungry here, Yusuf. <laughs> I oh, could okay, really do with a lot know. of this food now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also, we will have each day um, a cooking demonstration. Um, Dahlia Sabawi has kindly offered to do on Saturday. She will be showing people how her family have used the za'ata, how she cooks a soup with the frika, and I think with the mackerel she makes a salad.
0: Fantastic. And uh, our Dahlia is amazing. We all know Dahlia. We know Dahlia very well. know Dahlia.
1: That's great. She is amazing. I met her for the first time today. It was lovely. Yes, Um, And so at 11 o'clock on um, Saturday, Dahlia will be in um, a marquee at the festival. It is on the riverbank, Riverside Terrace of the Federation Square. I think it's called um, the tent number 33. Sustainability is delicious. And one of the things we love about our ingredients is they are organic as well as being fair trade. So they are good for the earth as well as good for the people of Palestine.
0: Fantastic! Any other products apart from food?
1: Yes, yes. We also have the wonderful Nablus soap, um, which, although it's not delicious, it is it is lovely soap. It's also made with organic olive oil from Palestine. And um, our newest partners are in Gaza, and from them we have handicrafts, mainly the Patris embroideries, and two organisations um, we we help we we try to support with the help of people in, in, in Australia. Um, we have from Salafa, the women's organisation, um, which is part of the UNRWA in in Gaza City. They employ women to make different items with the Tatris embroidery. And um, also, um, as a teacher, I like this one. is Art for Luna, our children, the school for the deaf children who don't hear well. Fantastic. And the adults are also employed making the products which support the school, which is a lovely circle.
2: Well done. This sounds fantastic. Okay. I'll be there for sure. Tell us, so it's at Federation Square. Square, so we find we come to Federation Square?
1: Yeah, and there is a festival called um, the Fair at Square Festival, which is a festival for all organic and fair trade types of products. And we have tent number 21, and we will have all our products in tent 21, in Federation Square. I'm not sure exactly whether it is in the square at the top or I think it is down on the Riverside Terrace at Federation Square. They could square. just follow
2: the smell, I suppose, and, find, <laughs> and they'll find it. <laughs> yes, the, yeah. um, the aroma um, of
1: um, Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know if that went, you know, because on, in our stall we are not cooking. The festival organisers have a separate big tent for the cooking demonstration, one on Saturday at 11 and one on Sunday at um quarter to four in the afternoon
0: is there um a phone number or a facebook page uh, to contact uh, for details
1: and there's a facebook page which is um palestine fair trade australia
0: palestine fair trade australia
1: yes and if you look on our facebook page we've also created an event which is called palestine fair trade in melbourne fantastic we're very excited. This is our first time in Melbourne. Well, I'm super so... excited
2: that it's in Melbourne because I'll be down there with my kids and I'm going to probably oh, pick great, up Yusuf and Yusuf great. will be there as well ha- with me. Have
1: you got a little daughter of about six years
2: old? I do indeed.
1: Because we've got three beautiful dresses from Gaza in size six.
2: It seems like I'm spending some you money already. You better have your
1: credit card. You know,
2: better. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, wonderful.
1: And we also have lots of other lovely things from from Gazza um, cushions, beautiful cushion covers. In fact, we sold one when we were just advertising the event. Somebody wrote to us. We had a picture on Facebook of one of the cushions, and she's bought it already.
0: Fantastic! So uh, we're yeah. all excited for this amazing uh, event uh,
2: today. Yeah.
1: We I think we start at ten, and we will be there all day until um, five o'clock.
2: There'll be a sea then, of people coming down.
1: <laughs> oh, you're going to that will be wonderful because the other thing is, you know, we ha- we sell the products, but nobody in Australia. Australia makes any money we are a registered charity in australia because all of the money is sent back to buy more products and support more people in palestine whether it's the ladies doing the, the tatri's embroidery or the ladies who make the maftool in the west bank or the farmers and their families who produce the olives and the olive oil we have Eight, no, eight with the six different types of olive oil with
0: it. Fantastic. So we're nice all excited is. and you have made us hungry already. Thank Good. you very much, uh, Jennifer, for, uh, for talking and looking forward to seeing you. Thank you. That was uh, Jennifer Kilane uh, talking to us about Palestine Fair Trade in Melbourne. Do not miss out on this. Go there, enjoy Palestinian food and embroidery and support Palestinian businesses.
2: Yusuf, we're lucky enough to be here with one of the organisers of the Great Return March in Gaza. Yes, Robert. Ahmed abur Welcome, Ahmed. How are you? I'm fine. Alhamdulillah. Now, Ahmed, tell us, the Great Return March, how did the idea come up? And do you think it's been successful so far? And what does it mean to the people of Palestine? Yeah,
3: the Great March of Return uh, represents a stream for life. Uh, The Palestinians in in Gaza, uh, first of all, uh, 70% of the Palestinians in Gaza are refugees. That means their origin villages and cities are beyond the fence, the Israeli uh, fence, and they have uh, the right, the normal right, and the human right, and the legal right to return to their homes and they have the United Nations resolution resolution 194 about their return to their homes so the palestinian refugees uh, 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 believe in their right to return to their homes uh, and uh, the palestinians in gaza are uh, 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 live in, uh, in hard conditions, unhuman conditions. Uh, Gaza, according to the United Nations uh, reports, uh, is an place in 2020. Uh, the, the Palestinians inside uh, Gaza uh, are uh, without uh, electricity, without jobs, without future, without hope. So, the palestinians decided to to protest to uh, make their voices heard in the world to say for the world that they want life and nothing but life this is uh, why the march of return uh, 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 the palestinians in gaza from uh, all the the political and all the social contents uh, Uh, in Gaza decided to participate in the March of Return because they couldn't continue uh, uh, living uh, in the uh, slow death. Uh, uh, They they cannot live inside the the open-air prison called Gaza. Uh, They they protested peacefully and uh, Knocked the doors and the walls, the wall of the prison, and said, "This is our right. This is our right to liberate from this prison. This is our la- right to live with dignity, to live uh, as all the peoples in the world uh, in the world live." Why the Palestinians? In- Gaza uh, organized the march of return because this is their only choice. They they have no other choices. Their only choice to say we want life. Their only choice to uh, to say uh, we are humans.
0: Uh, uh, we want our dignity. So uh, Ahmed uh, Ahmed, I want I want to ask you if you could describe to us and to the listeners. Uh, what happened on a random uh, uh, march? Uh, we have witnessed uh, something like 50 or more uh, marches uh, over uh, the last year. Describe what happens from the Palestinian side, from the Israeli side, on one of these events. Yeah, the Palestinians uh, uh, on, on the
3: march, they uh, went to the fence near the fence. This 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 fence. Uh, uh, separated them, uh, separated, uh, separates them from their, uh, uh, their uh, origin villages and cities. They can see their uh, cities and their their towns beyond the fence, but they cannot arrive there. So they stand and uh, and collect there peacefully, and uh, 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 they carry the uh, the flag of Palestine and carry the keys of the return and they carry uh, writings uh, like we want life uh, uh, and th- they, they organize uh, uh, many uh, activities many peaceful activities like sports, like uh, dance, like songs like drawing uh, and, uh, and uh, sometimes they made food there traditional palestinian traditional food and uh, uh, the families go, uh, go there and participate in this march this march as a symbol of the uh, uh, will of life inside palestinians uh, and uh, uh, it represents represents their uh, deep belief that they uh, they, they, they will continue uh, despite 70 years of suffering, 70 years of expulsion. They, uh, they insist to continue uh, 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 believing in their rights, uh, especially the right of return and the right of uh, dignified uh, life with freedom.
2: What, what is the casualty list so far for the year? How many Palestinians has the Israelis executed and how many have been injured? Uh, uh, Yes.
3: Yes. The the Palestinian uh, protesters uh, were peaceful, unarmed. So they uh, didn't represent any threat against the Israeli soldiers. Uh, uh, But Israel decided to kill them for political reason, not because they uh, represent uh, a threat against its soldiers. The Israel decided to kill them uh, uh, deliberately to uh, on purpose to, to kill the idea inside Palestinians, to kill the well of resistance uh, in, in the hearts of Palestinians. Uh, since the uh, march of return started, uh, more than 250 unarmed Palestinians uh, were killed, and more than uh, 20,000 uh, Palestinians were injured. Many of the Palestinian injured lost their limbs. Uh, th- this is uh, this is uh, crimes against the humanity, and this is war crimes Israeli army committed it what's the reason why Israel did this Israel did this because it feels impunity it feels it feels no one no one will account uh, it and because it it tried to uh, kill the idea and kill the will of life and the will of resistance in the hearts of palestinians uh, uh, the, the Palestinians continue their uh, protesting and continue their struggle because this is their only choice. Uh, when when I am uh, when I be under the occupation under the siege under the aggression so the only choice I have to struggle and to try to uh, liberate from this occupation and to
2: Uh, achieve my freedom and my dignity. Fantastic, and I I know the Palestinians are very strong. One last question I've got is that the UN Human Rights Commission of Inquiry found that Israel may have committed war crimes, resulting in the deaths of 189 Palestinians. What's your thoughts on this? Do you think that this will carry any weight? Do you think any Israelis will be held to account? Uh,
3: The the United Nations uh, uh, report... uh was positive step, and we, we appreciate this, uh, but it's not enough. Uh, we, we we look forward more steps from the international community to let Israel know that their crimes will be with high price. They cannot they, they cannot continue their uh, their crimes against humanity. Without with 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 impunity, so we demand the international community. We demand the governments. We demand all the people who uh, believe in uh, justice and believe in human rights that more support, more financial support, and more political support for Israel means more casualties. Means more uh, more victims, from children, from women, uh, more siege, more occupation. So, all of us, we and the, all the people who believe in, in justice and believe in equality, uh, we have one struggle. All of us struggle for uh, uh, humanity, struggle for equality and for justice. So, let us... Uh, uh, let us send a strong message for israel that they should be under accountable they will uh, accountability they they will not be uh, feel impunity uh, forever uh we we, we should uh, boycott israel we should isolate israeli occupation we i cannot imagine we are now in, in the twenty first century, that there are states based on incubation and based on settlement and uh, expulsion and based on uh, separating other people between walls and between uh, uh, fences. So let us struggle uh, together to liberate all the people, all the humans, to liberate them from cubation from uh, walls and fences and make a pressure against the governments like the israeli government who who continue committing crimes against humanity to uh, to to uh, uh, to impose them to stop this and to liberate all the people uh, and to 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 create a chance for all the people uh, including the palestinian people to live without occupation without walls, without
0: fences. Ahmed, I want you to tell us about a martyr or an injured Palestinian you personally know. Give us examples of stories, of names, uh, of these uh, people who really uh, gave everything they have for Palestine.
3: Yeah, th- this is a good question. Uh, we, we talk, when, when, we, when we say there are more than, 250 uh, 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 people were killed or there are more uh, more than 2 uh, 20000 uh, protesters were injured this is not not just not just numbers they are humans everyone have his own has his own uh, story has his dreams has his family has his people who love loved him so, uh, it's, tra- it's, it's, it's uh, a tragedy. Uh, every, every house and the Palestinian people have a sad story. Uh, I know a lot of people in the March of Return who, who was uh, killed. They, they, they have their dreams. As example, Yasser Morteja. Yasser Morteja, a journalist, he was killed while he was uh, 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 making his his, his job uh, he was a journalist uh, uh, on, 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 on this day on the uh, April uh, April uh, uh, 2nd uh, so uh, he, he was he has a dream to travel uh, and before before a uh, few days few days before he uh, was killed he posted on his Facebook that he have a dream to see the world and to travel, but uh, he he uh, couldn't uh, be able to uh, achieve this uh, dream. This dream, and he he, he was uh, killing. Uh, I know a, a, a lot of, of uh, I know some boys like like, like Muhammad ayoub he uh, his father his father uh, was unable to bring to him a food a meal uh, on, on the last day that he was killed uh, uh, and after he he he, he knew about his uh, his son's uh, uh, killing he he was crying strongly and he was saying for media that uh, uh, I I couldn't be able uh, uh, to to bring to him uh, food and uh, delicious meal before he was dying. Mm. When you uh, speak, when you speak uh, about 200, uh, 250 people were killed. You uh, you uh, speak about two hundred fifty stories, two hundred fifty uh, humans. And the injured people, hundreds of, of people who were injured, they lost their dreams. They lost their ability to 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 find work, to find job, and to continue their life normally. So this is what happened. Are crimes against humanity, uh, and so everyone who believes in humanity must take his take his role in this uh, in this struggle and make a pressure against the Israeli occupation to end this uh, suffering for the Palestinian people.
0: Ahmed Aborteme one of the members of the Organizing Committee for the Great Return Marches. Uh, thank you very much for being uh, with us uh, today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And before we leave you, there's another exciting Palestinian event happening tomorrow on Sunday, a commemoration of the Palestine Land Day, and it will be in a community center in Brunswick. The address is number one, Wendell Street, W-E-N-D-E-L street number one wendell street in brunswick from 5 p.m so um, there will be display of palestinian traditional clothing sale of traditional clothing and t-shirts recital of poems uh, homemade food raffle tickets there will be also traditional palestinian folk uh, dancing so a day to celebrate the palestinian uh, culture tomorrow sunday address again number one Wendell Street, Brunswick, and entry is free. That's all uh, we have time for uh, this week. Until we meet uh, next uh, Saturday, 9 30 in the morning. This is Robert Nasser and Youssef wishing you the best of time and salam.